0: Just hit record, mate. Here we go. I don't know when the last time I heard... or I don't know what I'm doing here. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another podcast. Where, uh, is it really? A, come on. About. It's basically just like a voice note that you'd send your mates in it. It's like a, a voice. Welcome to the voice note. Um, I don't know what I'm doing with it because everything's up in the air. I'm about to set off on another hike tomorrow morning with a special guest as well, which should be fun, Uh, the back room's been damp proof, so it's all over the place, I can't do my normal uh, video podcast, so we're just in your lug oils for this one, and coming up, (laughs) I'm going to tell you about what I've been up to, for my, this is my story, as I, as I know it, and yeah, what I've been up to, what I'm going to be doing, and we're just going to quickly skirt over a few things, and then bit of positive news, and then I've got a chip, which means bounce, which means dip, which means I'm not speaking into the microphone. Come on, Paul, you've been doing this long enough now. I'm sat in my front room, I'm handheld with the microphone, like some sort of stand-up comedian or Celine Dion. I don't have any notes or anything planned, so this is just... Off the tippity-top of the dome. Harry Mack style. Shout out Harry Mack. If you don't know, get to know. Legendary. So, okay, the Cleveland Way videos. That's what we're in the middle of at the moment. Um, I've just finished editing up the final part of the Cleveland Way series. We're going to call it a series. That will be out later today over on YouTube. Hayes Outdoors on YouTube. What an emotional roller coaster of a trip that was! I don't know when we last spoke, but I ended up doing the Cleveland Way in a heat wave, and it absolutely did me in. In fact, I recorded some stuff. Not on the no, not on that one. I did done two. We've had two heat waves recently, and I've do done two, a hundred plus mile hikes in both of these heat waves. So there's that. A lot of lessons learned. It was amazing. But I'll leave that for the video. You'll be able to see what, what I got on with on the video. Got back from the Cleveland Way. Um, then I went down to Devon. Have we spoke about this? I can't remember. I might be speaking about it on the podcast that I did from the South Downs Way, which I'm going to put in very shortly. Yeah, I went to Devon, mate. went to Devon. Met up with uh, Fern from Forage by Fern and hung out with some of her friends for a bit. And uh, then I went biking with the guys from the Mountain Bike UK magazine, which was amazing. I don't know how much of this I've said in my in, in other recordings and stuff, so I'm not going to dwell on it, but an amazing time. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut to... So anyway, yeah, I went. F- I did all that and then I ended up on the South Downs Way. It's a long story, but I ended up on the South Downs Way having not researched it very much. So it was very spontaneous during another heat wave. Um, and I did a little bit of recording um, on that, I thought, oh I'll do a podcast while I'm hiking, I don't know if it worked, I think I did about half an hour, or so cut to me a couple of weeks ago in the boiling hot sun, trying to smash out another hike. Hello and welcome to another podcast, it's not a visual one, it's not even a good one, <laughs> audio wise. I'm doing it on my phone. As a hike in blistering hot sunshine. Sweat is pretty much dripping out of me at a rate of knots. Uh, And this is day... I don't know, I think I'm on day four of the South Downs Way. Yeah, I am, I'm on day four. Um... I'd set out to complete it in five days. It's 100 miles along the South Downs Way, ending in Eastbourne, from Winchester to Eastbourne. And I'd set myself... ow, oh, I keep getting bit by stuff. I'd set myself five days to do it, which would have meant 23 miles a day, but I've had a couple of big days, big 30-milers, so I'm on track to get finished today, four days which is very impressive, thank you very much. What a trip it's been. What a trip it is. It's so hot. Uh, That's the main worry, just, like, having to keep water topped up. Um, But there were loads of little, like, taps and drinking stations along the way. Just when I start to flag and think, oh, shit, I've got no water left... Up pops one of these little uh, national trail watering holes. So I fill my bottles, drench my flat cap, get it on. Not my flat cap, my peak cap, whatever it, you call it, a cap. Put that on me, i cool myself down a bit. Uh, it's not been as much of a roller coaster as the Cleveland Way. When was the last time we spoke? I can't remember. The Cleveland Way was, a it was too much. At times, emotionally, it was a roller coaster and the heat and the lack of water was really spicy. So I just had to navigate through a herd of cows. Absolute bloodbath it was. Ah. I've absolutely annihilated a lot of them cows there. Left-handed as well, because I wanted to save my right hand for lifting that celebratory pint to me lips when I get to Eastbourne. Eastbourne, Eastbourne. Uh so what, am I, what have I been doing? I'm going to try do this on my phone, chuck it up on ye old Patreon as I'm going. Let's see if it works. Right, try not to get. So you can't do me for any like shitty banter or anything like that or boringness or just psycho babble because my head's fizzing with heat. I've been out in this for like four days of blistering heat, so my my noggin's my noodles fried. More than usual. (laughs) And that's that. What have you been up to? Well, thanks for asking. Did it do. I can't remember because I haven't written anything down. (sighs) I've been gallivanting a little bit around. Uh, I went down to Devon to meet up with someone I got chatting to on Instagram called Fern. Foraged by Fern. And she does the same sort of stuff as me, but... um, more professionally. She does a lot of foraging, she does foraging workshops and stuff. And we've been chatting for quite a while. We've been mates online for quite some time. And we were both gonna be in Devon around the same time. So I met up with her, a couple of her mates as well. And just did some camping, had some fires, chilling on the beach. A wonderful time was had. And I did a bit of filming, but nothing that you could make into a, a proper video. Which is, you know, sometimes when you meet someone for the first time, you don't want to be just camera in each other's face and be like... Bleh. And then I went straight from there to meet up with a couple of guys from Mountain Bike UK magazine. Shout-out, Chris, and I think it was Stuart. Um, what a mint time that was. It <laughs> just... I just rocked up and they had everything there waiting for me. A little... An electric bike, and not like these electric bikes that I've got, which are sort of entry-level bikes. This was like, I think he said it was worth nearly eight grand for this Leckie bike. And uh, all the clobber to go with it. And we just pootled around Dartmoor on these Leckie bikes. It was so much fun. Did a bit of foraging with those guys. And then we camped out, flipped the bikes upside down, made a little... Diamond tarp configuration coming off the front wheel. Bedded down for the night. Sipped some wine. The sky was on fire. The Milky Way was out. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Woke up next day. Bit of a wild swim and a forage. Just a classic. A classic experience for the guys at Mountbat UK. Of which they've done an article which will be out soon. Um, it's a few pages. Some lovely Photographs and beautifully written as well by Chris. Uh, yeah, so that was Mint, really enjoyed that. And then I was supposed to be going to the bushcraft show, the festival, the bushcraft show, for the Saturday, but my truck started to shit it on, uh, on way back, started making all sorts of mad noises. There was traffic jams galore, so I headed back to York where I found out my truck was done in. <laughs> Uh, he was like, I can't believe you've driven back from Devon with it like this. I was like, oh, well, that's life, mate. So truck's been KO'd for a while, which is one of the reasons why I'm here. I had the chance of a lift down south. I didn't have my truck, so I just took it and thought, right, where's nearest hike? Where's the nearest national trail to where I can get dropped off? And here I am, the South Downs Way, unplanned. I've not watched any footage of it. I've not, like, studied maps. I don't even have a map on me. I'm just sort of experiencing it all as I go. Yeah, no expectations whatsoever, and it's been good. It's uh, it's won me over. At the beginning, I just thought, ah, oh, this is pretty, pretty dull. Like, it's a bit boring, whatever. Just all bridleways, not rugged enough, but it's really won me over. The rolling hills and these these uh, chalk paths and flint everywhere, and it's been really nice. and. I've not been using my tent. I've just been hiking long days. Uh stopping at around half nine ten and just airbed, sleeping bag, bosh, just inside of a farmer's field both nights so far. Uh, which is a joy, it's just such a joy to pack up, not having to put a tent away. It's so quick and you feel so what's the word, like a little hobo. Coming and going, real transient. Oh my God, the sweat is dripping off me, people. Ah, It's well over 30 degrees again. Absolute tit sweat. I'm going up a bit of a hill at the moment. The views are beautiful uh, out behind me. There usually would be like lots of green grass and hills, rolling hills and stuff. There are still the hills, obviously. But the grass is all yellow. Everything's dead because of the heatwave and lack of water. (sighs) But it still, it looks pretty special. I'm just thinking about getting in that sea, mate. I'm just thinking about getting to Bournemouth, getting in that sea, and then having a delt beach and having some (laughs) pints. Yes. Uh, What else has been going on in the world? I don't don't know. I've been hiding away from everything, like news and and current affairs and everything. I just know, all I know is that it's hot. Right, here's a runner. We've got a, a fell runner. I'm going to give him some fucking Yorkshire hellos uh, to see if we get one back. We'll see what we're saying. Now then, mate, you all right? Ah, that's embarrassing for me. Not much, not much back there at all. Hey, let's play a game. I mean, this is going to be a shit game, actually, because I'm not really passing many people, because most people don't be hiking during the heatwave. But I was going to say, let's try and get someone to talk to. Speaking of which, on day... Well, whatever it was, I woke up in this field. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, and there's, like, a group of people, like, two girls and two boys, I think, or maybe three boys. And they were sort of walking past the back of me. We're like, all right, all right. And then I carried on walking... For some reason, must have gotten ahead of them, once I'd woke up, met them in this car park, and it turned out they were doing it for charity. 14 of them had started, and there was only four of them left, and their other mate from Cornwall was meeting them. And they were doing it for, oh, what's it called? Um, head High or Raise Head or something. It's like a military mental health thing. I posted it on my Instagram stories. And uh, so yeah, we've got a good chat on. Uh, Lovely people as well, like real cool. And then I carried on and then we bumped into each other. I stopped in a youth hostel and they served Beaver Town Neck Oil, which is a decent, decent ale, straight from the fridge. So I had a couple of them and they caught me up and we chilled for a bit there. And then I hiked with them for a mile or so. um, And then one of the girls just couldn't do it anymore. Her feet were busted up. Fully blistered up, all held together with gaffer tape and that. So she had to get her dad to come and get her So I said, "I've got a chip, guys. Got a bounce. Stuff to do, places to be." So as I as I walk, I wonder about them. I'm friends now with a couple of them on Facebook. So I've told—I mean Instagram. So I've told them to keep me updated. I'm invested in it as much as I'm as much as I'm invested in my own hike. I'm invested in their little hike, and I hope they get to the end because that's brutal the full South Downs way, no sleep (laughs) route, just doing it, their feet were an absolute mess, I've put it on my video, I'm filming this whole trip, as per, and uh, I've got that on there, which is a good little thing to have as a memory, forever and ever, (sighs) how long have I done here, 10 minutes, is that it, 10 minute podcast for you, (laughs) that's all I've got, I might just keep coming back and giving you little snippets throughout. That's probably the best idea, isn't it? Because this elevation's pretty pretty steep now. And I've just got my hiking poles in one hand, but what I like to do is have one in each hand, like some sort of machine, and just stomp on 30 mile days. I feel, fit. I feel as fit as I've ever felt because of doing, I feel like I've just done back to back. Well, I have just back to back big hikes. I'm sort of becoming like a like a donkey, like a pack horse or something. Just sort of that's what I'm going to be when I'm at like when I'm 60, just a sinewy old pack horse, still bumbling around the trails and highways—not highways, highways pal—bumbling around the national trails of the UK. A sinewy old fart of a man, filming himself <laughs> on his GoPro 23. Because we are going to do that. I am going to do it till the wheels fall off. So stay tuned. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Because I'm I'm doing this till I can't do it anymore. I'll be like, do you like David Attenborough? Like that. People will be like, oh, protect Hazy at all costs. Anytime there's a big chill, you will be like emailing me and messaging me to see if I'm still alive and that. Is he still with us? Yes. One of his wives is wheeling him around the Hadrian's Wall way or whatever. <laughs> There's a helicopter. Medic! I'm down here! Drop us a slush puppy! Fucking love a slush puppy, mate. That's what I've been thinking. That's but that's my That's my mirage in the desert. He's a slush puppy, and I've been thinking about what flavours I would have if I made my own and I was thinking oh. like a a watermelon. Like an intensely flavoured watermelon slush puppy just with a little bit of vodka in it. Ah. Nothing too strange. It has a gate here, can you hear it? Gate, latch and lock. It's a beautiful gate with a beautiful view. But you can't see that because we're not doing a video now. This is a podcast and that's it. Podcasts from the trail. I'm just about to get to the top of this big hill and I'm gonna tell you what I can see when I get there. Hopefully I can see the sea, cause that will be la dream boat. Hey, right, this is how hot and half 30 I'm right. Just think then when I said the sea, my mouth started watering like I would drink the sea. That's how, that's mad, innit? That's why humans, when we get lost at sea, like people just lose their shit. I heard the saying that water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. I can see it, I can see the sea. Big blue, guys, big blue. Oh, look at her. Oh, I wanna get inside it, I wanna be underneath it. I just want it in, oh. That's another thing about this, down south when you're hiking around here, there is no water. There's no water to just swim in, or dunk your feet in, or wet your head. In Scotland, or the Lake District, or Wales, I even, well, yeah, to the, in the Dales as well, you're never too far from some lovely water to just bring that core temperature down. But here, not a, there's just nothing. It's a, a rare commodity. Hey, up there's a, is that a medic? <laughs> no, it's just a feather. Also, like, dead animals have been very few and far between on this hike which is very, very, very disappointing. I think I've maybe done, in four days, I've probably done about three medics. And for anyone who's just listening out there in the wild, you've maybe come across this on Spotify and you thought, oh, outdoorsy podcast, it ain't. Um, and you might be thinking, what the fuck's he on about, medic? Well, what I like to do, and I liked to do it, long before even YouTube existed, is when I see something that looks Dead. I'll shout, medic, as if it could be brought back to life. It's funny. It still remains to be funny for me. And as soon as it stops being funny, I'll stop doing it. But I'm going to have to really start clutching at straws. Like, I nearly did a medic on that feather back there. <laughs> Should we do one? Here. Right. This is it, right? This is a little Easter egg for you guys on the podcast. And you'll see it if you watch the video... Right, I'm going to put this black... It looks like a crow. Is it a crow? Maybe even just a bit of a magpie feather. I'm going to put that... I'm sticking it in this, like, tree... In this tree stump, right? Hold on. Let me get my camera out. This is content. Fourth wall breaking content. And I'm going to... It's in, like, a fence post. It's like a black feather. And I'm going to do a medic on it. And then if you watch the video this trail series. It'll probably be about <laughs> episode two or three. Ready, listening? I'm going to my throat. Medic! <laughs> there you go, look. You'll know. You guys listening will know what happened there, what happened here this fateful day. A live medic. But it was just a feather because we're uh, we're clutching at straws. I wish this was live. I wish like I could speak to you lot and you could tell me to do stuff and then we could put it in the video. That would be sick, wouldn't it? Should we figure out a way to do that? Where I can go live on my phone and we can like just muck about and put stuff like little Easter eggs in video and uh, just for you guys and me and everyone else can just have to deal with it. <laughs> oh, have I got the wrong way? Are we gonna get lost live on... Hold on a moment. Right, hold on. Can, I still... can you still hear me far? I... Hold on. If I go out of there, I'm going into my maps. Please don't log you off. Not in that way. I don't mean dead, but... okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah, that worked. Oh, my God, this is the future. Another gate. Latch and locks. Should we do a latch and locks live for you? Right, this has become just me babbling shite in it, which is pretty much what I do, but, I mean, it's not very no it's not very good is it so thoughts that I've had the thoughts on the Cleveland Way the Cleveland Way for me was all about the journey and about nostalgia because I grew up around the coastal area and the moorland area of the Cleveland Way so it holds a lot of memories for me and I was really exploring nostalgia as an emotion as a feeling and I was thinking "There's there's nothing like it man as a as a concept and as a, th- just as a raw feeling. Because it can take you all around the houses, can't it, nostalgia? And it can hit you out of nowhere. That's when it hits you, when you don't expect it. And it can get you through your nose. It can get you through your ears. It can get you through your eyes. It can get you through your touch. It can get you through your goddamn penis, guys. And uh and it did to me, not through my penis, obviously, but it got me in my my eyes and my smells and my sounds, everything, it was a really nostalgic trip and also nostalgia can be good, you can have a nostalgic trip where you're like oh that was a really nice time or you can be nostalgic and feel bad or uneasy uh, uh, or then just like this longing for times of, of past like almost a lifetime or two or three lifetimes ago and you sort of remember bits that you would never have remembered at the, if you hadn't just walked past this certain alley or a pub or whatever. And it all comes flooding back and I don't know if we're equipped to deal with it. We're just sort of... I don't know. It's one of the first times that I've really paid uh, notice to it and sat with them feelings of nostalgia and just explored them and, you know, tried to find the lessons in them. And it was a beautiful experience. Um, Coupled with the fact that It was the hottest day on record and I didn't have any water and my head nearly popped from heat. But once I got to the coast, that was okay. And there was a bit, I mean, you're going to see it on the video. So I don't want to keep repeating everything I'm doing, but as I was having these feelings of nostalgia and coming through these little villages that I'd, you know, maybe dated a girl in that village or hung out with some mates or just like little things, I'd got onto the tops of the cliffs and it's like a a well known suicide spot. And someone had gone up and just taken a load of slate and wrote on the slate like little motivational pieces, little quotes, just little things that if you maybe had gone up there at your wits' end to go and oil yourself off of a cliff and you read one of these things, it might have just, it might just make you think again, like, might have just saved your life. And it I just the beauty of that mixed with the heartache of someone being in that position in the first place, fucking ended me. I was, it was so, like, I don't know. I also had been hiking for quite some time, so you can't do before it. And also I'd had a couple of pints the night before, so very emotional, guys. And then I kept going and there was a, someone had, fucking, there was like a slab of cliff, which someone must have gone down on a rope and carved in a poem for his deceased wife, and I was like, what is going on? And every, like... It was just all this one day, right, when I'd had all these feelings, and I... Then I found a stone that says, you'll always be loved. Graffiti saying, like, keep on going, you'll always be loved. The guy who did the slate and wrote on the slate, his name must have been Paul, so he's like, keep going, it's not as hard as you think, Paul. Like, it was talking to me. There was lots of little weird things like that. And then... I carried up going, got absolutely shit-faced in Robin Hood's Bay and slept in a graveyard. Because that is the spice of life. One minute you stood on top of a cliff, crying about how beautiful and fleeting life is, the next thing, you're pissed, sleeping in a graveyard. Which was a poignant way to end, I guess, wasn't it? Because it's like life full circle and all that. <laughs> and then when you wake up the next day and graveyard, like what the Hadouken? I might not put it in the video, but I'll give you a behind the scenes. So I ended up in the. Uh, I was so tired. I'd put in a big marathon day, like 26, 27 miles or something. I got to Robin Hood's Bay, this little cute village on the northeast coast. I got to this pub. I thought I'll just have one. Uh, I mean, I thought to myself, I'll just have one. But in back of my mind, there's like a little... There's like... They're just opening a fucking... My little mind elves are opening a bar in back of my mind. And whereas I'm on, outside going, I'll, I'll just have one and be sensible. All mind elves are like, here we go, guys. Get your best dungarees on. We're off. We're off, to, we're off on one. He's having just one pint of landlord. Anyway, this one pint of landlord was on form. And when I say on form... Like landlord is good anyway, right? It's my arguably my favourite pint, but this one was on form and I'd been hiking all day, spitting feathers, so it went down too too easy. And then I was like, I'll have another one of them. Then I oh, got have another one anyway. Three later, thought I'll get some food, so I moved inside from beer garden. I found myself a Chesterfield armchair, and for those that don't know, it's just Chesterfield. is basically just a make of chair it's the red leather with the gold studs and if you get an oxblood chesterfield i'm sitting in it and so i got this amazing chair next to a plug socket so i could charge me stuff ordered a few starters like i was mr Tapass, uh and then just got on it and <laughs> and every time i went to the bar like i was like hobbling to the bar and i got a bit of chat on my girl behind the bar and she was like yeah get this and she went into reception and got this bell a really loud bell that you have on the reception and put it on my table and it was like banter i guess and she's like yeah ring that every time you want a pint so i couldn't not stay and then i'd ring bell and everyone's like <laughs> and then she'd just bring me over a pint a landlord so when things like that happen you've just got to get on it and there's no ifs buts or maybes it's just i'm ringing bell i've got my socks and shoes are off like I'm sat on a leather leather chair, my feet are all breathing, I'm I'm happy. I'm ringing bell. We're six or seven pints deep. We're having a good time. So if I don't put that in the video and you watch the video, when I wake up in the graveyard, that's the morning after the night before. A wonderful, wonderful evening. And an end to a beautiful, beautiful day of nostalgia and um, exercise, I guess. Right, I'm coming over these tops. The views are spectacular, guys. I wish I could do sort of like a multimedia thing where I should show you somehow, but I can't. You'll just have to tune into the YouTube channel uh, and check it out. Oh, look at the sea. It's absolute it's winning me over this southern Malarkey, like the South Downs. I always just imagine like Brighton and Worthing and all that to be just void of this sort of thing. But it's just they've got the sea. And then they've got all the downs on the back of them. It's quite a cool place. Get me booked in to Eastbourne at the end of this. I'm going to get that little acorn tattooed on me, on my knee. Granddad, I'm getting a tattoo on my knee. i <laughs> would hate that. Absolutely hate it. You know when you used to go to your grandmas and your grandads and you used to set your piercings out and cover your tattoos up because you didn't want them to think you were a little sausage. <laughs> me neither. Uh, yeah. So I'm carrying this tent and I don't even need it. This is which is is good that I've not put it up. But it's a it's sort of annoying knowing that I'm carrying this excess weight that I don't need. And using the new Exos, Osprey Exos 48 litre, the new 2022 version, I'm using it for the second big hike. And I've reserved judgement, I've not mentioned it on my YouTube channel or anything, because I was I wanted to really test it out before I, before I spoke on it, because... I am a bag addict, and that isn't, I'm a heroin addict, which it did sound like, but I'm addicted to like rucksacks and shit and bags. Love them, and this one is doing it for me in so many ways. It's, there's just a few minor adjustments and changes from the old Exos that I had, but they're game changers, and even though I love my old one, love the colors of it, I love the fact that I've had it for so long and it's all beaten up, these new changes are too good for me to go back, I think. (laughs) Are you looking forward to me doing a review and and a compare and contrast review between the two Osprey Exos 48 litres? Because I am right. This is probably too windy. Actually, I'm right up on tops here in this wind. So I'm going to pause this and maybe come back to you in a bit. And there you go. I didn't feel (laughs) I didn't do any more of the podcasting from there. That was it. That was just a little snippet of me on the hike um what else is going on well i'm going on another hike tomorrow i'm going on the we're going to do the cumbrian way with fern from foraged by fern i think it's her her first long distance hike so we're going to see we're going to see how that goes but she's uh she's not she's she used to be in a hiking uh, squad she tells me so i fear not i think she's going to do just fine And we're going to be collaborating, making a video. I think she might be doing some stuff for her Instagram or for her YouTube video. So I will leave links for everything um, after the fact. If we get to the end, we're getting to the end no matter what. Piggybacks and lot, even if she's got to piggyback me to end, we're getting to the end. So I will just say to you lot, thanks for the 100,000 plaque. We got it. We did it. I've got it. I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna put it behind uh, in the studio so that when I do my future podcasts, we can all see it blurry in the background. That'll be wonderful. I just want to personally thank everybody who's listening to this. Who you might just listen to the podcast out in the wild, but you're still a part of it, mate. And I, I thank you for it. It's been a long road, and I've never I never really think about things like that, like accolades and and things, or how how it's going don't really stop to smell the roses, but it sort of forced me to do that, Um, and it forced me into thinking, yeah, well done, (laughs) I'm quite proud of it, I'm quite proud of the old plaque, and yeah, just keep, uh, keep batting on, keep batting on, and it's something that, I don't know, it's like a, a representation of some of the hard work that you've put in, because I know it looks, it might look easy from outside, but it isn't, it's sometimes especially doing it all the time like getting a video out every week even when you you know i have running other businesses like getting <laughs> building gardens and stuff i've done it for like the last eight ten how many years ten years or something and having like a real life and then also doing this youtube thing sometimes it's like spinning plates and so you have to dig deep sometimes Other times it's just an absolute joy and I enjoy bringing you the content and I enjoy editing it. It's just nice to hear people who have had positive, um, you know, positive things has happened to them since watching my videos. They've gone out and camped themselves or they've uh, opened up about their mental health or just had a good old laugh. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, waffling on a bit here, but thank you to anyone who's listening and um, thanks for being a part of it you are loved, right then, positive news, that's the positive news, there you go, that was the positive news section was that, that's good, everything has been about like, dude, and you'll see it in the, um, in my final part of the Cleveland Way trail, but a lot of things recently have been pointing towards the fragility of life, and uh, life and death, and how fleeting it all is, and how poignant and beautiful it all is because of that. And I'm really, like, sitting in these feelings and letting them wash over me and really taking it in and getting the lessons out of it. And it didn't really hit me until I got to the coastal part of this Cleveland way. I didn't expect it to, but as I've said in the video, like, you get a lot of tributes near the sea because it's it's like the final frontier, isn't it? The final end, an end spot. Spot, you can't go any further, so this is where your memories will be, and this is where we'll come and, and remember you. And so, all along that coast, I was getting hit with these memorial benches and bits and pieces, and it was just hitting home to me how how fragile everything is and how quick you can get logged off. And it made it made for a very poignant final leg of the Cleveland Way. I was already sort of my noggin was already a little bit manned down from heatwave and stuff, so. Who knows? I might have just uploaded a 45-minute mental breakdown, but that's life. That's life, and that's what I'm here for. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so this is just, I'm just chucking this in to say hello again, and I don't know if this is an actual podcast, probably not. Will I go, well, I'll say, oh, do you know what? We'll try and get Fern on the podcast. We'll try and do a podcast with Fern while we're out and about. Um, And see if she's up for um, sharing some of her foraging knowledge because she's uh, very clued up when it comes to foraging for herbs, medicinal herbs, mushrooms, anything. So we'll try and get her on and pick her brain in a professional way and not just goof about. We'll do a little bit of goofing, I'm sure. We've got Joey D coming out soon on on a big... Adventure. We've got some planned, and he's allowed out. I'm looking forward to that. That will be in the next few weeks. We've got the South Downs Ways videos to come, and I know I'm doing a lot of long distance hiking at the moment. But it's just, I'm just feeling it. That's how I'm feeling at the moment. Is just these like long distance hikes. I'm enjoying it. Anyway, I'm waffling on. I don't really have any notes or anything. My robin's been back. It's not abandoned me while I've been away, so that's been an absolute joy. Again, it ties into ho- the whole life and death things. they do symbolise people who have passed. Um, Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm a hippie. I also went to this medicine festival, which is... It was in Reading. Again, I met up with um Fern there. She got me tickets because she's doing the... Um, she was doing like a banquet like a foraging banquet which looked amazing um and so yeah I went there it was a sober festival so you not there was no bars or anything you couldn't drink so and they say sober but i mean you're encouraged to maybe not encouraged but i don't know they turn a blind eye to medicinal herbs man you i think you can smoke a little bit of weed maybe do some mushrooms dude um did i do some mushrooms <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I did some mushrooms and then had a mass skinny dip with a load of hippies in the in the lake. Maybe I did that, maybe I didn't. Who knows. After the medicine festival, I headed over to Wales to meet up with my mate Matthew Pritchard from Dirty Sanchez. You might have seen them on MTV. We were supposed to be going out in Wales and doing a bit of camping and, and making a video, but the weather was terrible. And we were just like plotting in his kitchen and then he was like, I've got an idea, do you want to go to Ireland and have a pint of Guinness? I was like, I'm in, I'm in. Apparently you don't need a passport, you can just use photo ID. So me, Pritch, his dog, Lemmy, jumped in my truck, drove to (laughs) Pembrokeshire Ferry and just got a ferry over to Rossolaire and met up with... A few of his mates, a few of his Irish mates, Butsy Butler, who's a drift car racer, and then a a couple of other lads. What characters, man, what characters. And so we got on it, we were drinking the Guinness. I mean, I've just been to a medicine festival, doing mushrooms, getting enlightened, getting like, you know, really getting spiritual. Then I'm doing shots and drinking Guinness in Ireland, (laughs) dancing on the beach to like rebel, Irish rebel songs your black and tans or whatever it is. Just a, a wonderful time. Um, me and Pritchard did an all-nighter and then crashed out on the ferry on the way back. And then uh, I dropped him off back in Cardiff and made my way back up to, to Yorkshire. And so that was just a wild little sketch of life. There was all sorts going on. It's, it's been good to be back and sort of decompress and have a few days of routine, seeing family, doing some like wholesome stuff. But what I do know is I've come back from the Medicine Festival <laughs> a raging hippie. It just gets more and more, I think. The older I get, the more I, be, I lean towards being a hippie, like letting the universe give me little signs and stuff and opening myself up to it all. Because it's fun, innit? it? I find it fun. And I have uh, I did touch on this on the South Downs Way, but um, what did I even say? I can't remember, but it's something to do with Richard Dawkins saying that Life is beautiful enough without make-believing there's fairies. No, sorry, the garden is beautiful enough without make-believing there's fairies at the bottom of it. And I used to stick with, I used to be like, yeah, that's, you're right, man, you're right, I'm all about the garden, but... Um, nowadays, I'm all about the fairies, mate, and you, know, you can't do me for it. I'm all about the fairies in the garden. I have the garden and the fairies. It's You know what I mean? It's stories, it's it's joy. It's what you have when you're a kid. You make, but you, you know... I told my daughter there was fairies at the bottom of the garden and fairies in the woods and all that sort of stuff, so... Why not, as an adult, believe that there's fairies telling me about life and death and bringing robins into my life for a reason? Anyway, that's just me having a little bit of an episode. I'll be fine. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm in a really good place, actually. For those that care, I am actually in a really good place. We've been, I've been exercising loads, diet's been on point, I've lost lots of weight, I'm feeling good, my noodle's in a good place, we're good. I'm just rushing around at the moment because I've got to get packed for this uh, Cumbria Way trip. So yeah, I hope this has made sense. How long have we been going? I don't know, like 10 minutes or something. But this, plus the stuff that I got from the South Downs Way, and we're calling it a podcast. Yes, we are. Right, I've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up, so stay tuned for that. I'll keep you posted when and where I can. I'm going to do a video podcast for you soon, so I can properly look at, uh, so I can properly look at you. But until then, uh, this has just been a little, uh, a little short one. Me jumping on to say thanks as always for the support. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye for now. Goodbye.